This is episode 647 for November 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a cover of The Final Countdown by Europe, as done by Alex S. You can check her out on uh, YouTube. Nice instrumental cover of that song. And the reason we're doing The Final Countdown is because it's the final chapter, which uh, the storyline that JR is going to tackle in this episode. But before we get there... I want to thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace to make this episode possible and help us pay the bills. A uh, big thank you goes out to Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Michael 2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Venkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Avenji, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, J, Jared, John, J, John P, Curtis, Michael, Patrick, Ricky, Sam, Sammers, Scott, Stephen, Stewart, Symbiobro, Thomas, and Nick. So again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They help pay the bills. They get some exclusive podcasts like our monthly Spider Satellite episode. Also, some fun episodes exclusively only available on Patreon. So, one more time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Okay, on with JR's Spider History. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our November Spider History with JR. What's going on, sir? We're doing it again. Yes, we are. We're yes, we are. And since we've got the green goblin in this yes. story, we're going to have we're going to have our special pumpkin bombs here. Uh, also, because since we're filming this before Halloween, yeah. uh, pumpkins are a pl- pumpkin. Actually, they're going pumpkins are going to be plenty throughout October and November. So nice. These uh, I bought these, uh, and uh, they're not going to go to waste because when I'm done with this show, they're going to go out on the bale of hay that's sitting, the straw bale of hay that's sitting I, with the gourds and everything else. So in ten plus years of podcasting with you i've never asked you if you like pumpkin pie if you like pumpkin spice lattes from starbucks do you like pumpkins the return of jr's melons <laughs> <laughs> that's what josh oh doing, my yeah. lord oh, I tell you. <laughs> jr's pumpkin props just 1999 oh, order, order now no, no these <laughs> yeah actually the, i'm trying these were a buck 99 at bueller's oh. uh, do you but, like uh, pumpkin stuff do you uh, like to eat it and drink it uh you know uh, yes i do like pumpkin pie I okay always good pumpkin pie uh i do uh do, i don't do lattes because to me that's foo-foo it's like coffee okay <laughs> coffee all right you know so I, so i i you know i'll have pumpkin spice coffee uh but uh, none of this you know putting yeah. sugar and and yeah. whipped cream and you know other stuff you know i mean it's I, coffee I, Adam's drinking a strong drink already. He's he's ready to review as we wrap up a legendary run with a media, two mediocre comics <laughs> or four mediocre I, I, comics. Yeah, if, <laughs> if I had it to, uh, well, I was always I was I was telling Brad uh, uh, if I had to do over again, I'd done the last show a little bit differently so we could have spent more time talking about Saturday Night Live because just yeah. looking at your all comments, you know, a lot yeah. of you have watched it through the years and seen or whatever, and I, you know, yeah. we. You know, and we all, I mean, it's kind of funny. We all uh, have different eras that yeah. we started watching it. Uh, and uh, like, yeah, like someone brought up Phil Hartman. I mean, just one yeah. of the all time greats. He was, he was awesome. 
you know, and uh, of course, you know, another man done in by a crazy woman. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> your time's uh, coming, Fettinger. <laughs> well, actually, mine, mine, mine's putting me through an even more painful. Uh, she's letting me live, uh, <laughs> and so. And uh, instead of just putting me out of my misery right away, uh, she's sucking us. She's uh, sucking bits and pieces of my life until I'm just a withered, desiccated. Anyway, old man. Uh, we're talking <laughs> the final hey. chapter. This is the very last issue. Yeah, of, of Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, printed since 1963. We wrapped it up, Volume One, right here. Yeah. John Byrne killed it. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it'd be, yeah, it'd be nice to blame it on John Byrne because he makes such a convenient fall guy. Yeah. Uh, but this is, I, I, you know, boys and girls, this is kind of where the modern era, I think. Yeah. Sort of. Well, no, actually other titles have been rebooted, but Amazing Spider-Man had always resisted being rebooted. Yep. Um, and to me, that's a good, th- I mean, I always thought that there are certain comics that should never be rebooted. Yep. Uh, to me, Action Comics, Detective Comics, Fantastic Four, and Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. To me, though, the, to me, those should keep their original numbering forever and a day. Yeah. Uh, but so, so anyway, a little bit of history here. Uh, as we know, the Clone Saga happened. Yes. <laughs> the Clone Saga. This, happened. this is November '98, right? Uh, yeah. November the Clone Saga happened. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and at the same time, the clone saga happened, the uh, comics industry was imploding. Uh, and the clone saga was actually keeping Spider-Man afloat. Uh, cause it, yeah. it was, you know, and that's one reason it kept going and going and going, but eventually, uh, of course then obviously the clone saga got wrapped up, uh, by, uh, bringing back Norman because, uh, they couldn't figure out any other way to end it. So they brought no. back Norman, uh, and which is Bob, Bob Harris's one great, de- one great decision. Um, and, uh, and to be honest, like, like I, I've always said on this show many times, I thought the post clone saga, saga era was a good era. It was, you know, other than sensational, which Dezago was writing some goofy ass stories. Um, you had DeFalco on amazing mm-hmm. and, uh, you had JMD Mateus on spectacular <laughs> and you had Howard Mackey on Peter Parker. Right. And Howard Mackey, like I said, Howard Mackey, I thought Howard did a decent job. And I thought Howard understood the character of Norman Osborn. Yeah. And Howard liked the character of Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, and, you know, like I, like I always said, J.M. DeMatteis, when, you know, he uh, when he doesn't go off on his left wing, you know, uh, 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 uh deep dives, uh, is a very strong writer. And DeFalco is a very consistent writer. You know, I mean, uh, and, and he was, you know, and there were all kinds of mysteries going on and, uh, a lot of interesting stories. And then, but the problem was the sales, the, 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 the implosion that happened in the comics industry finally caught Mm -hmm. up with, with Spider-Man and the sales were just going down. Everything, it was going down. The whole industry was, but, but the sales were cratering. And so Marvel thought the solution was to reboot all the titles. Yeah. So everything had to be brought to an inglorious end. I have no idea whether this story was always sort of planned out to be eventually led into, or yeah. was just come some kind of hasty, hastily compri- comprised. Oh, we got to think of something really awesome for Norman to plot. Here, here's my guess. I can, I can tell. Let me. If you look at the credits, the l- very last issue is here. Let me see it. He's a guest writer. 
They didn't have this planned. He's a guest writer. John Byrne is a guest writer on the very last issue of volume uh, one of Amazing Spider-Man. They didn't have a plan. If he's a yeah. guest writer. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, uh, yeah, I, I, the thing is, Byrne was going to be taken over as, yeah. so he was just kind of starting to warm up. He was, he was, I guess I he guess. was just kind of brought in early to, to warm up because it was Byrne and Mackey then doing the uh, Spider-Man exactly. titles after that. Um, yeah. But, uh, so anyway, but what had been happening uh, was, uh, we thought was, uh, Norman Osborne had bought the Daily Bugle or had bought half of the Daily Bugle mm-hmm. and was essentially running the Daily Bugle. Uh, and uh, Jonah was looking for some dirt on him. Uh, it should be hard to find, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, Billy Walters uh, was actually uh, 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 was helping Jonah actually, and they had found uh, that he uh, Billy had Jared did Norman get it overused? Oh, that's a uh, he Didn't wasn't being over, he wasn't being overused. He was actually being used quite well. Uh, okay. before the, before the, uh, in the post clone saga era, he's actually being used quite well. Um, and, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonah and Norman. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt. But anyway, uh, Jonah made a big show. Anyway, Billy Walters had said, uh, Jonah, if you really want to get, uh, some dirt on Norman, uh, there seems to be one focal point, this woman called Allison Mongrain. Oh, no. Now, everybody remembers Alison Mongrain as the person who, quote unquote, snatched the baby away from Mary yeah. Jane after, uh, yeah, he's pissed because Peter wouldn't be friends with him. That was kind of a pathetic story. Billy was, was like this puppy dog hanging around Peter, wanting Peter to be, friend, yeah. wanting to be friends with Peter. And yeah. Peter had no use. See, it's always kind of something funny about Peter Parker. One of Peter's faults is that sometimes he mistreats people. He mistreated Deb Whitman, you know, I mean, yeah. just people who kind of look up to him and he has no time for them, partly because again, he's, he's overwhelmed with all of his other responsibilities and he's a little bit obtuse. Uh, you know, like I said, he was a lousy friend to Harry and everything too. Uh, but anyway, so Rob, Peter made a Peter, Jonah made a big show. Jonah and Robbie made a, had a faux argument, uh, and Jonah fired Robbie. Okay. Mm. But that was really a plan a plot because then Robbie started hunting for Allison Mongrain. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and he finally finds her in Europe, uh, yeah. when she's, uh, trying, when, when, when basically Norman is trying to, is sending goons out to kill her. Uh, and we, the thing is, whenever we see her, she appears to have us like, for example, we see her and we see where see her with a crib or we see her. So the, the whole implication is that she has baby may this whole time. Yeah. Okay. That was the implication. So, but anyway, so, th- so see all these stories, it was kind of building to something. Uh, but then we had started on this whole weird ass gathering of five thing where yeah. Norman Osborn, uh, is trying to collect these five ancient relics that all fit together in like a circle or whatever. And there's going to be a ceremony and there are these five relics. And Mm -hmm. in this, when, 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 during the ceremony, your lot is drawn and you pick up one of the relics and you Mm -hmm. either get madness, death, power, knowledge, or immortality. Okay. All right. Now, Norman has never really struck, I, you know, I don't know. Part of me sometimes struck, sometimes I would think Norman would, 
it made sense for Norman to kind of have some uh, mystical, you know, I mean, uh, I don't want to say religious ties or whatever, but, uh, but then again, as the more I thought about it, the more I thought this just might make sense. Norman is a hard sign. He's not into mysticism. So this is just really, really. I like Tony Stark, how he doesn't like magic. I yeah, don't think Norman I, likes magic either. I think he likes, I, I, he likes well, chemicals. <laughs> yeah, for a while I kind of thought it made sense for Norman because there have been some reference. Some sometimes he would make a reference to the gods, you know, like you know maybe like he felt he he fit into some kind of giant panorama of being. But now ultimately, so this story to me now looking back, so ignore what I might have said in my writings, folks, uh, yeah. twenty years ago. This story doesn't make a rat's ass worth of sense. By the um, way, who who are all these people with Norman? You got okay. Madame Webb over here. Yeah, but so so anyway, what he does is he's looking for these five pieces, uh, mm -hmm. and. Madam Webb has one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this guy here, his, he's an antiques dealer. Okay. He's <laughs> okay. got one. Okay. All right. And then this is our introduction to Maddie, Maddie Franklin. Franklin. Yep. Right there. Maddie Franklin. Maddie Franklin's father had one. Okay. okay. Uh, who's, that? who's this dude? This guy is by the name of Greg Hurd. He is over power, I think is his, or, or override. Uh, he was a quasi, he was kind of a, he and his wife were, were a, 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 a super villain duo, I believe. Okay. Uh, and his wife has contracted either cancer. I think his wife contracted cancer and he's looking for a means to cure her. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a bad version of Captain Planet, says Hornets. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so, but see, Norman, he, he, so he's assembled all these people and he's assembled all these pieces because he thinks that he'll play the, you know, he thinks that he has the one in 20% chance of acquiring power. Okay. okay. That's what so, he wants. You'd think Norman would pick better odds. Exactly. Again, um, yeah. it, it doesn't really one make in 20. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, um, Again, this that's why I'm thinking kind of like you were saying, this story must have been cooked up on the fly. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it was like, uh, well, well, we got to come up with something big and bad for to end this run of yeah. Amazing Spider-Man on. Mm -hmm. So so anyway, but anyway, Norman finds I'm Norman, uh, Robbie finds Allison Mongrade and she has to deliver a message to Peter Parker. Okay. It just, that's it. She, you know, she just has to. And so Robbie, uh, or, you know, Robbie is trying to get her to, uh, to, to Peter. Uh, but of course the, uh, molten man, uh, Osborne has, uh, brainwashed the molten man. Or there you go. Actually, I don't know that he's brainwashed him, but he's injected him with something and he's controlling him. So yeah. he, he's controlling the molten man to go after Allison Mongrain. Uh, well the, uh, so, the Moat Man attacks Robbie and Mongrain. And this is literally outside Peter's, Peter's, because uh, right now, Peter and Mary Jane, because remember, Aunt May is dead. Okay? Yeah. Because Aunt May died in issue number 400. So Peter and Mary Jane are living with Anna Watson yeah. uh, in the old uh, Forest Hills, uh, Forest Hills home in Queens. Well, uh, the Moulton, the exposure to the Moulton Man, Moulton Man zaps Mongrain, and she's dying now. Hmm. Okay, so uh, Mary Jane rushes out, uh, and Allison Mongrain says, "Well, I can tell you, you're the wife, you know." And so she tells Mary Jane something, and Mary Jane goes, "Oh my God, no, it can't be, it can't be!" And then, as we, if you can find the panel, she yeah. said, "May is maybe May, yeah, May is alive." Now, we were we were uh, at this time. It was, I mean, sp true Spider-Man fans. Mm -hmm. We're hoping it was the baby, but the, um, the, the, the rumors were coming to spoilers. 
the rumors, <laughs> the, the rumors though, were that it was going to be Aunt May. I mean, that yeah. Aunt May was coming back. Uh, and, um, so it was, so as we were reading this, you know, it was like, we knew what was going to happen. We knew what was going to happen. We knew, I mean, we were hoping beyond hope, but uh, we knew what was ultimately going to happen. Yeah. So, so then we go back to the, uh, the gathering of the five ceremony. Uh, and, and, and actually Norman looks, Norman looks ridiculous. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> what, what's he going to well, actually, what is that actually, Spider-Man magazine down here? What is this? Uh, Maddie was reading something about Spider-Man and okay. she says, now see here, here's the thing. Cause Howard, I, I believe this was Howard Mackey. Cause part of this whole gathering of five thing, mm-hmm. all of these characters were, and, and as we get through the, we go through the story, I'll explain more what happened mm-hmm. to each of them, but the whole idea as Mackie explained was to introduce new characters. Okay. So, or, or new versions of these characters. So okay. none of these people being here is a coincidence. It, it's all supposed to mean mm-hmm. something. So anyway, Maddie's reading something on Spider-Man. She thinks that Spider-Man is cool. And of course, you know, she says, yeah, Norm Osborne, I wouldn't expect anyone over the age of 21 to see it. You're all too old to get what Spider-Man is all about. Yeah. And of course, Norman says, Oh, I know too well what Spider-Man is all about. So, so anyway, the, the ceremony begins and, uh, they, uh, you know, Norman puts the centerpiece in, uh, the centerpiece gets put in, uh, and Madam Webb, let's see here, Madam Webb, um, then, you know, she has to go first. So she places her piece in <laughs> apparently like whoever, who, yeah, I guess like four pieces are lay or placed in after so the dumb. centerpiece, the four other pieces are sat down. Uh, the person is drawn by lottery and then the last person gets the, the centerpiece then. But anyway, so Madam Webb puts her piece down and she just, ah, and there's no pulse. <laughs> so well, they, they, they aren't killing the old bat yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, so everybody interprets the fact that she doesn't have a pulse that she got death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So then Maddie, puts uh, her piece in and expecting something to happen. And she just like, nothing. I, nothing. I just kind of feel, uh, you know, I'm so actually, die in about a couple years. <laughs> yeah. So um, what, th- what they think that, okay. Yeah. The, the, then overpower puts your shard in place. Okay. So overpower puts his and he feels like he got power. At right. first, look at but Norman's then, face over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just this is just dreadful. Oh, you know, man, and, that's and, bad. and actually, if we're a little bit too far along, but if you go back to the molten man where Norman's brainwashing the molten man, he takes his mat, you know, because he's originally in a suit, you know, a, a fire retard suit. So, the, but then he takes it off and it looks like it's Harry. It's like, I didn't look like Norman, it looks like Harry. Um, but uh, but overpower, oh, oh. then here, I got you, I got you, I found it. That looks like Harry, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't look like, like Norman. Look like Norman at all, you know. Yeah. So, just again, just again, I think this all, was a rush. This was all a way, rush. Job. Awful way was, to end one of the. This is all a rush job. So, so yeah. anyway, but 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 you know, at first, over, overpower thinks he's gotten power, but then he just like, oh, I don't know. I feel so calm and isolated. So then the the uh, the antiques dealer starts interpreting more what's happened. Well, Madam Webb has death. Okay, you must what you must have gotten immortality over power. Uh because <laughs> 
you know, the reaction of yourselves and the other com, blah, blah, blah. He's trying to hold one in. <laughs> yeah. And, Jonathan. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, so, so the, the antique dealer then thinks that, uh, Marty, uh, uh, Maddie got knowledge because, okay. you know, she had that, all that knowledge. She was lightheaded because all that knowledge entered her, her skull, which then leaves only madness and power. Uh, and so the antique dealer puts his shard in and he feels like his brain's on fire and he start falls and he starts drooling. So Nor Norman presumes that he got madness so that Norman gets power. The power is mine. <laughs> Look at that drool coming out of that antiques dealer. Yeah. And, and so Norman's, Norman's getting ready. You know, he, he pulls out the Green Goblin costume, which is a brand new Green Goblin costume designed by John Byrne. And look how stupid Norman. I mean, just what is that? What is it? Well, we'll get to the redesign later, but. <laughs> Do you hate no, that one? I hate that. Well, and I hate the costume and I hate the look on Norman. And yeah. it's like. I don't know exactly what power. Anyway, so, so anyway, this was this. So boys and girls, yeah. this, Oh, wait a minute. No, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We have because, another page. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because Peter gets back to Mary Jane and Mary Jane tells spider Peter that Mongrain has told her that may is alive. Yeah. All right. And that may, that Osborne is holding her at his hunting lodge. Peter says, I know that place. It's upstate. It's a couple of hours from here. And Mary Jane is begging him to go, not to go. Just, mm -hmm. he just figures that Osborne, because to Mary Jane says, I felt the baby die. The baby was part. I felt her die. She's dead. This is all, a, this is all a scheme by Osborne. He's messing with us. Don't let him do it again. Don't go. Uh, but of course, you How know, did she Peter. feel the baby died? Like just like as a mom, like a I I, I I to be honest, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, well, first of all, I don't think. I mean, beyond what we thought happened, none of us. I don't think any of us thought the baby died or whatever. No, I didn't. But of course, but now we're leading into well, it had to die because obviously mm -hmm. Spider Man can't be a father, you know. Uh, but I, I I that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I I can't I. I can't yeah. imagine uh, what that would feel like, but uh, Dan slot would return a Norman to myth mysticism with that issue where Norman visits those monks in the mountains. Yeah. Or, in that case though, I would almost suggest, I would almost believe that no at that time, Norman was desperate. And, you know, yeah. it, it's one of those things, you know, like they say, there are no atheists in foxholes. Uh, <laughs> you know, at that time, the nanites were suppressing. I, I mean, as you see that story, you know, the nanites were suppressing his his power. So he was trying all kinds of medical treatments, therapy, hypnosis, everything, yeah. trying to get his powers back. Uh, and so that was his uh, last ditch effort to uh, to do that. So so anyway, boys and girls, that was the last last of volume one of amazing Spider-Man and frankly, amazing Spider-Man has never really been the same since to be honest. I would, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you that 1998 is when things just kind of were never put back together the same. I, I would agree with you. I mean, granted we, we celebrated the 850th issue, mm -hmm. but uh, it I, I think I told you this or someone else a couple weeks ago. I have trouble remembering legacy numbers now. Like I can tell you what amazing Spider-Man 300 is. I can tell you what 252 is. 
I can't tell you what Spider-Man 752 is. I can't tell you those issues because the numbers in my brain don't work like that. Well, it didn't used to be where every 25th issue was an event either. You yeah. know, so you remembered issue three, you know, 300 is Venom and, uh, and, uh, 400 is the death of Aunt May and 500 yeah. is whatever J might, the fever, the Dr. Strange fever dream. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, they, 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 they take, I don't know. It seems like they take on some, yeah, yeah, Joshua, there have been some great stories, but yeah, there have, but it, 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 it literally is the end of an era, honestly, in yeah. 98 that hasn't a hundred percent been put back. Because, see, the thing is, is because, and I guess it's hard to articulate. Maybe, maybe it's an old folk thing. But I always, mm -hmm. one of the appeals for for me, for Spider-Man and for Marvel Comics, actually, would, which is why I think Marvel uh, developed such a, uh, one reason, among others, as they developed such a uh, fan base, is that you felt, and this is why I liked writing my articles, you felt mm -hmm. you were reading a, a, a person's life story. You were part of an, un, you were participating in an unfolding mythology. Yeah. You know, and obviously it was a mythology created, you know, bits and pieces, sometimes off the cuff, on the fly, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't one coherent story. But one of the fun things I had in doing my articles was saying, well, let's pretend it is. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. pretend there was a plan from the beginning and let's stitch these things together and try to make them fit. And, and you know, and you, and you have some, you know, fun things. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, at this time we felt we were still, it was still kind of, but then when they started doing the new number ones. Yeah, you know, Josh said, and this is where in 98, when they really started messing with stuff, they mm -hmm. increased the variance. Uh, they increased the rebooting. Every mm -hmm. every can't go past 50 issues, etc. So this yeah, 98 and, is when yeah, they really like, and, always, and instead of a story just go, you know, instead of feeling the story uh, continuing, something big. I mean, usually the 100th issues were always big events. Yeah, yeah. But, but they weren't, they didn't bring things to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. And start over again. Yeah, you know um, the days of a book uh, getting the same numbering and a new writer hops in are long mm -hmm. gone. We always have to start it with the new writer with the new number one. Mm -hmm. uh, I I just don't get it. You know, with a jacked up price and yeah, and yeah. usually and see you know again with like the new number ones uh, or or the new eras beginning. There's always like a new era. There's always new characters and they never last. Vinkman with ten dollars. All right. Oh wow. Thank yeah. you, Vinkman. My uh, sentiments exactly. I've said for years that as far as I'm concerned, the original continuity ended in 98 and everything from the Baron Mackie reboot onward has been an alternate timeline. All right. Now you could, yeah, you could see perfect. it that way. That's a perfect segue okay. to an old story. And maybe I'll, uh, maybe when George, maybe I'll still be around when George comes on <laughs> later. George, when George Barrowman was doing hero well. Yeah. Uh, many years ago with uh, Alex Hamby and uh, George invited me uh, to, um, which is kind of funny. George brought me in the hero realm uh, and gained my articles, new exposure. And then George left and then I left or whatever. And then I came to the crawl space and then George found me and came to the crawl space as well. So it's yeah. kind of, but uh, uh, George uh, during this whole Again, the uh, the post reboot period. George was saying, uh, you know, he 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 threw out a challenge. How how would you fix Spider Man? How would you fix Spider Man? Mm -hmm. And since I was one of the columnists, I said, okay, I'll take a crack at it. And my story 
the, my version or whatever was the issue where the, the point in amazing 441 where Mary Jane runs out uh, and tries to stop Peter from going to see Osborne. Oh, like right here. Yeah. In this issue. Okay. Right. It was my, my story would have been, it was like going back to the old Dallas TV show. Remember the old Dallas TV show? Yeah. Patrick Duffy's in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Duffy wanted to leave the show. So they killed off the character and everything went to hell. And Larry Hagman said, we got to bring back Patrick Duffy and Patrick, you know, and so they brought him back. It was like, how are they going to bring him back? And they just decided to make everything a dream. You know, the yeah. previous year. So I said, well, let's do it. Norman kidnaps Mary Jane and at this time and puts her, sedates her. And the whole, like, I think after that time, it'd been like 18 months, two years or what, 18 to 20 issues. This whole thing after the reboot has been a drug induced dream that Mary Jane is having after okay. Norman kidnapped her. Uh, and when Mary Jane comes out of it, then Peter and Norman, you know, face off. And it turns out Aunt May is still dead and baby May is alive and that's how i was going to fix spider-man so uh but no it's kind of like brad and i were saying it just you know and now like the 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 marketing is the cycle it's uh, yeah the number ones or whatever it just kind of feels that uh, it's never really quite recovered uh i think it's funny uh hornacek says you've mentioned george's name three times uh he's going to appear like beetlejuice or he's like candy man (laughs) George will be here in an hour. The fans are demanding it, George. Yeah. See, this is why you're getting spider history earlier, because usually Fight Club precedes spider history. Yeah. And then, but Brad said, well, we can't start spider history, or uh, we can't start until George is ready to go, until which would yeah. have been my 1030 my time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the old man's got to go to bed. <laughs> make it. <laughs> so we've got. We've got three more issues, don't we? So anyway, yes. So we're starting out then. Number part two is uh, in Peter Parker, number 97. And this is uh, actually, that's right. George said, I mean, I'm sorry, not George. Uh, I'm getting my bald guys confused. Uh, (laughs) Brad said you can't find. um, It's Uh, not. I'll I'll try to get it. I'll try to get a cover of it there. There you go. There's there's we go. This is the introduction to this. I don't know what the heck that thing is that Norman is wearing, but you know, Byrne had to redesign everything. Mm-hmm. Some of it, it's just the ears. I think. Yeah. The ears I, are weird. The ears are really what, what you, when you look at the ears, uh, that, that kind of sets it off, but, uh, yeah, the, the whole tattered, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, to me, it doesn't do anything. So anyway, so he, the story, I almost said he lost his cape, but his cape is over here. I didn't. Yeah, he's, I gave him a cape. I mean, now you know what did uh, Edna Node say? No capes. You know, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's like the hobgoblin had a cape. Remember the hobgoblin? Well, why would Norman have a cape? You know, I, I don't. That just that just. Oh, uh, Hornacek's talking about Stanley did do something similar to that, where Peter woke up and it was all a dream where he wasn't married. So yeah, in the newspaper strip. Sometimes yep. that's the best way to go. Sometimes that's the it's, best way. It's to a go. writer's uh, reset button. They re- turn the computer off and they turn it back on. And when a lot you, of things work better that way. When, well, when you, when there's no way to fix what's come before, you know, yeah. they just, just make it a dream. You know, Hornacek says those ears are bigger than Ditko drew the goblin in the crime master issue. I, I wondered, <laughs> I wondered if Byrne was trying to, uh, uh kind of yeah, evoke the old Ditko, but the thing is Byrne doesn't like the green goblin. You know, so I'm surprised. Even bought, uh, How do you know no. that? Well, if Brad, were, if Brad weren't so riddled with uh, amnesia and Alzheimer's and everything, he would remember. 
that uh, we actually discussed this uh, <laughs> in one of the Spider News segments. We did. Because uh, Byrne had done, it was it was new because, again, you got, I mean, those of you who've been following the show realize that Brad has a very strange idea of what constitutes news. Uh, and there was a news item where Byrne had, uh, was doing a commission for somebody. Somebody wanted paid for a commission of the Green Goblin. Byrne got about halfway done and then basically told the guy he hated the character so much. He wasn't going to, he didn't want to finish it. And so there was like a video of burn and tearing and and, and tearing it. I have zero recollection of that news item. We have been doing this show a long time, but uh, you know, know, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's like, like I said, uh, you know, it's, it's your show, Brad, we're just living in it. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) now actually it had recent, unlike, unlike other news, which is really olds when Brad finds it, uh, This was a relatively recent. Uh, oh my gosh! The viewers are now calling me out. Josh says, "Brad, you were the one who told Jr. that Burn disliked the Goblin in the first place." Yeah. Well, because Burn said he hated the character that his oh. favorite character, his yeah, favorite okay. villain, was Doctor Octopus. Thanks for watching so many years. Yeah, I was here, lived through it, and I don't remember any of this. So that say so was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? What's my name? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like that one time you got you and uh, you were talking about the Felicia in the cat bath or whatever. And, uh, and, Donovan, and, Don, and Donovan wrote on the message board, you know, so, you know, I, sometimes Brad doesn't make any sense. And, uh, <laughs> and then I wrote and said, Donovan, shh, we all know that we've just been playing along. So they continue to pay for the site. Uh, but anyway, so, so I, I don't know, maybe burn decided this goofy design, the goofy costume. Cause he didn't like the character in the first maybe place. So made, made, it, yeah. Stupid. But anyway, so the first page is uh, Norman, uh, Norman, some of Norman's corporate minions, you know, getting him dressed to be the, like, like Norman needs guys helping him get dressed. Really? Really? I mean, it's like, how long have you been the green goblin? But of well, course, yeah, it's kind of like Eddie Murphy and coming to America. You'd think Norman would have women dressing him. Yeah, instead of guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of course, I you know because Norman didn't get power. Norman thinks he got power, but Norman did get power. We all know what Norman really got. So anyway, yeah. so so Norman uh, dresses, gets dressed up as the Green Goblin. He starts talking about his his devious plan about how you know. Uh, how May, you know, is going to play an essential role in his future plans. Uh, and uh, he and Spider-Man are going to have their day of reckoning. Uh, but, you know, as he flies out, he leaves uh, a bunch of pumpkin bombs, you know, and blows everybody, blows everybody up. So, so anyway, so Spider-Man is swinging to Norman's country club, which I'm not exactly sure where it is here. Let's see. It just says the upstate New York hunting lodge. Of Norman Osborne. Now, see, I never knew Norman hunted. Why does Norman have a hunting? That's Craven's gig. Yeah. Now, I mean, I can see Norman having a large, spacious upstate estate somewhere, but hunting, that's not, Norman doesn't, no. No, he doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, I, somehow I don't see Norman getting up at 5 a, 4.30 or 5 a.m. dressing in his camouflage or putting on an orange hat, you know. And Come on, going, Harry, let's go bag us a bear. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's go hunt some deer, Harry. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, so anyway, so so Peter, I mean, during all this time, he's swinging to the estate. And he's thinking that baby that baby May is alive. Well, well, he's thinking that. Uh we switch to Mary Jane and her new best friend, Jill Stacy. Yeah. Now, did you, did you like Jill Stacy? 
I think jail had possibilities. Yeah, I I agree. It just she never went anywhere. Well, the, here's the thing. I mean, um, oh, do, 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 do. Black Panther is on Channel Twenty. I'm not interested in Black. Anyway, uh, my wife is telling me that Black Panther's on TV. It's like I don't, you know. You should uh, type back. I'm on television. Go to YouTube. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I, I don't want her to ever watch these things. Oh. <laughs> I know that. I know. I know. Spencer every once in a while sneaks a look. Because uh, one time when he was at uh, he was at a uh, competition or whatever, and uh, uh, and we were on or whatever, and he sent me a text message of a picture of the four of us, and he said, "Look That's what funny. I found." Um, but uh, best programming you found, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so another part of the world, as, as you know, Mary Jane has decided to re-enter the uh, yeah Norman in a red and black hunting jack blowing a duck horn. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not it, no. I, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Howard the Duck shows up. It's a yeah, great Howard story. Goes, there we go. Um, anyway, Mary Mary Jane decided to re-enter the world of supermodeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I actually will kind of touch on that. Uh, but anyway, Jill State. This is. I'm trying to think of who first brought. Well, Howard Mackey when he wrote Peter Parker '75. I think that was the first issue that Arthur Stacy showed up. Uh, now, boys and girls, as you know, Arthur Stacy was George Stacy's brother, yeah. and he was originally introduced in the Amazing ninety something or other when Gwen went to live with him. Except he was a much older gentleman uh, and talked with a proper British accent, and he had a proper yeah. British mustache. Um, yeah. Then Arthur comes back, and he's much younger. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, he thinks there's some kind of, you know, he, he's 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 come over from England after all these years, and he's uh, going to investigate the connection. You know, he knows that Spider-Man had something to do with George's and Gwen's death, so he wants to look deeper into Spider-Man. And he brings his two kids along, Jill and Peter. Peter was a Peter Paul, Paul. Peter Paul. and Paul, uh, Paul. And of course, Paul is Peter, Paul, Paul, and, Peter yeah, Paul and Mary Jane. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul is a complete douchebag and <laughs> was always a douchebag, but Jill was, uh, Jill had some more sense. Uh, and Jill became a friend of Mary Jane's. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that that was, uh, and who just said Hornacek says, I like Jill Stacy because MJ needs a female friend, uh, which I agree with. Yeah. You know, she because doesn't have one, does she? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I mean, and that's why. And then Hornacek mentions that's why he didn't mind Carly returning, uh, yeah. even though I'm sure that George Barrowman would probably uh, uh, cast all kinds of evil aspersions. He had a friend in Gwen. She had a, f uh, oh, what's the, uh, not Betty Brant, but uh, Glory Grant. Yeah. Glory Grant's a friend, but you never see him hang out. Yeah. But see, and that was part of the problems with part of the problem with, uh, with quote unquote the Mary Jane character is that all she had to do was or at least all the writers gave her to do was yeah. to whine about worry about peter she yeah. needed her own life she needed her own circle of friends she needed her own things to do so that she became a more vi volat uh, volatile a more viable supporting character yeah. so i liked jill from that perspective um yeah. uh, and, and uh, but unfortunately when the reboot happened then jill was and it was obvious that they were going to kill off Mary Jane and plug in Jill as the new girlfriend. Yeah. That's definitely, that looks like that's where they were going. Yeah. Cause she was uh, flirting with Peter. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was just, whereas she wasn't flirting with Peter before. I mean, I don't think, I don't think prior to the reboot and somebody will probably bring on a panel that'll, I don't think she, I think she was a, a supportive friend of Mary Jane and she was a counterbalance to 
Paul being a douchebag. Yeah. Okay. Because Paul hated Spider-Man, hated other superheroes. So anyway, so, so, uh, Peter is, um, going to the, going to the Norman's hunting lodge and he's running into these mutated creatures that are guarding the place. And then, um, he finally gets to, uh, the, um, he finally gets to uh, close to the estate, and then there's Norman in all of his new green goblin. Uh, uh, here I got, I got you. There he is, right there. Yeah, yeah. there he is. And so here, here is uh, so so Spider-Man thinks that Norman is holding May, May, May the daughter, uh, and uh, and uh, Norman's going, "Ha Is that what Mon Green told you? Well, here, look at this book. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> it's got all the answers to my devious plans and everything." Yeah. So as, as it turns out that, uh, oh, well, the words are dis. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, the words are disappearing, changing or whatever. Uh, exactly. Had you ever retrieved the journal as I planned? Okay. Yeah. So this was one of Norman's planes in Pete in, in case, uh, Peter, uh, uh, killed him or whatever the Osborne journal, you know? So if you ever found this, uh, you were, you were supposed to see it. Oh, it's a plot. Yeah. You were supposed to see it as the f- to finally convince everybody of the evil of Norman Osborne. Uh, but then when the author- when he gave it to the authorities, the words were going to change. And instead of the evil, uh, Norman Osborne, it was going to be the journals of a concerned citizen, a man living in terror of Spider-Man. And they would have learned the reason for Osborne's fear was he had learned the identity of the man behind the mask, that it was Peter Parker, the man who is Spider-Man and had poisoned his own aunt may upon her learning of his identity. So mm. that was Norman's, uh, uh, that was Norman's backup plan. You know, that was something yep. that Norman had always had, you know, in case Spider-Man did kill him, uh, or, or, or turn him over to the authorities. Uh, he was going to give this journal to the cops and the words were all going to change and implicate Peter. Uh, but of course, Norman now is tired of this. Yeah. Okay. Because now that Norman thinks he has power, he thinks he doesn't, this, this game between him and Spider-Man is going to end. So he's just going to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. So, Again, Mary Jane is, uh, you know, working herself back into the uh, supermodel world because, after all, if you're a Marvel writer, the only job that a, an attractive woman can get is either model or prostitute. No. Uh, <laughs> I so, Marvel prostitute issues. I didn't. I didn't read those. No, no, no. It was uh, that, that. That was an old joke I resurrected. Uh, yeah. for, I resurrected from our review of Spider-Man Three when we talked about it years ago. Like Gwen, because Gwen Stacy, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah. you know. She, modeling office copiers. It's like, why is Gwen a model? Yeah. Why is she a model? Why is that the only, is that the only job of uh, the writers think a woman can get that and prostitute? Man. So anyway, so, so, so Peter finally, Spiderman, you know, uh, fights Norman and finally gets to the, finally gets to the uh, Osborne mansion where he thinks that baby may is being held. And then of course his spider sense isn't working uh, just like it didn't work hundred many many years ago uh yeah. when may was living with dr octopus somebody cracks a vase over his head and it is aunt may, may. And her, her her pre her like 1960s 1970s glory uh where she thinks that spider-man is a horrible because you remember in 400 she said that she knew that peter was spider-man so not, not this one not this time <laughs> so so anyway that is part two uh, boy, this is, this is, um, you can see where this is going, boys and girls. This, the, the, the suck is only just beginning. The suck. <laughs> 
So we we also wrap up a milestone issue with this next one because it's the second longest ongoing uh, title for Spider-Man. Part three is in Spec. This is the last issue of Spec. Again, Spec has never recovered from after this cancellation. I mean, no. we, we, we can't get past, I think, 20 issues of a Spec, uh, another version of Spec. Well, yeah, in the th- the thing is, uh, th- when when Marvel rebooted, the only reason they kept—I mean, obviously they kept it amazing. It was the highest seller and it was a flagship title. Yeah. Um, but then it was just a matter of well, what titles had the the sales? Uh, yep. The top two in sales were Amazing and Peter Parker. The bottom two were spectacular and sensational. So cancel the bottom two, which didn't make a rat's worth of sense to me whatsoever. No. Spectacular had been a longstanding title, yes, you yeah. know, it, and, and it was, uh, well, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mm-hmm. mattered which one they saved. They, they were going to be two titles anyway. So yeah. it's like, why, why, why just not keep the longest running ones? So, well, I mean, if you're a bean counter in 1998, Spider-Man number one by McFarlane sold the highest number of Spider-Man copies of all time. So I guess that's why they kept it around. I don't know, but yes, Josh says spec was a better title than Peter Parker. Yeah. It, 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 it fluctuated all the time. Like, uh, Peter Parker had, um, Romina jr. On art, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Peter, like I said, Peter Parker was being written by, uh, Howard and, uh, and, uh, Norman, Norman and Norman was a uh, Norman was like, oh brother oh, my bro. goodness I've got you Peter okay go ahead take me through the so, last issue of spec all right so three. so 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 then uh so anyway so well, the goblin shows up and uh you know Aunt May says oh you know you horrible creature so he slaps Aunt May and and uh Peter gets mad or whatever and Norman says you know what I've changed my mind I'm not going to kill you and I'm not going to kill the old bat really? you know I just take her I, I don't I, have any I would kill an 80 90 year old woman wouldn't it wouldn't that kill her Oh, you would think so being slapped yeah, I, by a super I, being slapped I, by a superpower Aunt May can take a Norman Osborn smack I mean come yeah. on yeah so so Norman thinks that he's uh uh, I mean, you know, Norman thinks Norman thinks he's a god now. Okay, so he he's he thinks that he's a god uh, as a result of him getting power. So he's got some devious plan, uh, and he tells Spider Man that you have absolutely no idea what 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 the forces you're dealing with and what's going to happen. Uh, and uh, you know, he of course he's just babbling incoherently now because uh, yeah. he 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 says you don't recognize just how awesome I've become. And, but anyway, go ahead and take Aunt May and, and, um, and, and, uh, go, uh, you know, do whatever you do with. Old women or whatever. Look at this. That looks like the front end of that maximum. What's that? What's that movie? Stephen King maximum overdrive. That looked like overdrive. the front end of the maximum overdrive, 18 wheeler shot right there. <laughs> so, and, 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 you know, and, and, and of course, I guess this is an indication of how crazy Norman really is. But I always thought, well, you know, what? what's the point of striking an 80-year-old, 70, 80-year-old woman? You know, when you, why do you have to do that? Uh, and, and I've always theorized that uh, it goes back to Norman's own mommy issues, more or less. Yeah. Um, you know, because uh, Norman just, uh, you know, Norman, I think, uh, one, is jealous 
mm-hmm. of Peter for for a number of reasons, and one having a because I think Norman's mother. I mean, Norman's mother obviously was weak. Uh, you know, she was abused and and her worn down by her abusive husband, and I, I think Norman just looked at her as weak. And uh, anyway, that's that's going off doing another tangent. So anyway, so Spider Man decides to take uh, uh, Aunt May to read Richards. Okay. okay. Uh, because Reed will be able to uh, read, you know, he figures, if anybody can figure out whether or not Aunt May is a clone or an android or, you know, because after all, you know, we have been, you know, Spidey has been fooled by robot parents. And by the uh, way, I don't think Reed knows Peter is Spider Man. I don't well, think he doesn't at this point. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. 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 But the thing, it, it's just funny that, uh, you know, I, I I've always figured Reed's known. Reed, Reed, yeah, Reed he's the smartest dude yeah. in the in the Marvel the universe. Smartest dude in the Marvel universe. He knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he knew, but he pretended not to know. But he knew. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in fact, I think it was actually Bendis who first. Uh, you know, when Bendis had uh, everybody gather in the park to team up on Matt Murdock, you know, yeah. and it was uh, Reed and Doctor Strange and Luke Cage, uh, but uh, was the first. Uh, that that Reed that Reed knew, uh, but I always felt Reed knew. Reed would have figured it out long ago, but you know he just had too much class to say anything. You know, right. um, so he examines Aunt May and he says, "Well, as far as I can tell, he, he she's real, but you've got to get me something that has her uh, her DNA on it." Um, so so anyway, we, we go back to the Parker house, uh, and uh, Mary Jane's throwing a party, you know, to celebrate her reentry into the uh, into uh, the modeling world, and she finds Peter. And uh, Peter says, oh, you know, it really wasn't baby May that Norman had. It was Aunt May. And uh, Mary Jane goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, the old bat's back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what the hell does that mean? You, you'd think she would start crying that the kid's dead again. Well, and, and then, and then here, yeah. here, here, and then, and then like the next panel, well, good. Then we can get on with our life and you can get out of the attic and join the party. Right. That is not, <laughs> I guess you could say that she's in denial. No, it's brace yourself. It's aunt may or someone who looks like her. He says, that, you know, so I took her to read. Um, so Mary Jane is not buying it. I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I, I don't know <laughs> what it's. <laughs> <laughs> is that how a human acts? Ah, good. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if that's how a human acts. If I mean, even before he out to get the kid that you think is dead, well, how does a human react to that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, it wasn't. Uh, Norman didn't have baby May. Oh, got old okay, so you can come on and get that, and and we can get on with our lives, right? It's like what? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> so, uh, uh, oh, Adam has it best. Mary Jane just wants to dance. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> All she wants to do is dance, yeah. dance. Cortex says Mary Jane's mad. Peter hasn't complimented her on that dress. Yeah. Well, that, there's not much of a dress there. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, Peter's uh, yeah, he's a little preoccupied, isn't he? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, Aunt, but anyway, so what happens? Peter f- finally finds, uh, you know, Aunt May and Uncle Ben let me take hair and blood smears from them for a high school genetics experiment. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. No one else could, no one else could possibly have known about it. Okay. So by the way, all right. th- by the way, th- this microscope was put in 181 ASM at a grave, wasn't it? 
Uh-huh. How did this microscope come back and get in the attic? Come well, on. Here, here's the thing. It, uh, the, uh, the, the microscope was back, uh, even before this, uh, it was left oh. at the grave in issue 181. And, uh, then it showed up again in, uh, I think before Pete and Crusher, Peter, was it Crusher Hogan? No, the second yeah. time that Peter asked Aunt May, no, the second time that Peter asked Mary Jane to marry him, I oh, think it was yeah. in his room or something like that. Yeah. People were asking how the microscope came back. Uh, Hornacek but, says Mary Jane looks like she's going to the Hellfire Club. <laughs> so, but it's funny that no one else could possibly have known about it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, Peter. Yeah. You live in a world where the high evolutionary dug up, went and found Miles Warren's old journals and rewrote Miles Warren's journals and replanted them so that everybody would, nobody would think that he had really succeeded in cloning mm -hmm. people. And you're saying, Oh, nobody else could have known that I took blood. Oh, come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The microscope it, has common. been given away yeah. and lost multiple times over the years. So, but anyway, so he, he takes, he takes the blood sample back to, to read Richards. Uh, <laughs> and uh reed says yeah this is really yeah this is really may parker all right uh but uh there's some bad news and uh reed says i found her i found this device planted uh in her skull in her medulla oblongata um here we're, i'm getting to it there we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there it is if the object is not removed soon her heart is going to shut down and she will die um, and Peter says, and Reed says, uh, do you know who the next to Ken is? It's like, you don't. Yeah. Uh, and, and Spider-Man says, no, I'll call Spider-Man says, I'll contact them. I'm an old friend of the family. Yeah. Um, so, and Reed says, uh, I got to go find the green goblin, um, to find out what this is. And Reed says, you want the fantastic four to join you? No, this is personal uh see so, now that is correct uh currently we have the spider friends uh, go, yep. go help them yeah uh, peter is like i don't need you guys on this yeah. one i got yeah, he turns down he turns down his best friends in the superhero community yes uh it's personal like you said yeah because no i mean this is although although he did get this well well then well that's when normage got the carnage outfit you know, yeah. and then he decided he needed help. Jonathan uh, says the microscope is tied to the soul of Aunt May. It will always <laughs> return to Peter, no matter what. Uh, I tell you, you guys are you guys are friggin' creative. You guys are fun. I <laughs> what, swear. What I, is that? There's a bomb in her brain. You can't let her drop below 50 <laughs> miles per hour. <laughs> you know what? Maybe you know what, Brad? We should just yeah. stop talking and we should just like read chat, comments. The chat is funny. <laughs> yeah. Peter has an Aunt May fetish. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that so flow only because when we, when you think about, uh, when you think about how Peter acted after Aunt May got shot and uh, you know, and, and of course the, all the ends of the earth, he went to Peter's attitude toward Aunt May is a little bit disturbing. I don't know if the writers consciously realize how mm -hmm. creepy they make him look, feel look, but this really sometimes see, seem he, they make him seem like a guy who just can't live without his mommy. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, my mom is 77, 78 years old and I'm know that the time is going to come. My mother-in-law is 85. The time is going to come. Um, it's not going to be a happy time. 
but <laughs> Peter's attitude, some or the, or the possibility of Aunt May just dying of old age. Well, it's it's a, kid, it, I don't know. it's a thing of all the writers always trying to keep him a young kid. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets old for us longtime readers. But yeah. by the way, and, I, I've got a great picture of Norman just chilling in the lounge. Yeah, I was born. I like it when Norman's chilling. I like it. He's when just chilling. Look at that. Yeah, got no I work like on the table. Just who's who? You think yeah. that picture is on the wall over here? Himself? Uh, <laughs> could be. Could be his uh, his, his uh, one of his ancestors. Now, nah, probably the uh, ancestor who founded Osborne Industries would no. be my guess. So, but uh, anyway, so Spider Man busts in on Norman in his newfangled costume, uh, demanding to know what he's doing to, done to Aunt May and what he put in her skull or whatever. And of course, Norman. Uh, is absolutely convinced that he's a God. And so he shows what his master scheme is. Okay. Mm. Uh, and what he's going to do is it's like, well, by the way, I stole a plot from the Jack. I was reading the clones that maximum clone. is just like you were at the time. Remember, <laughs> you know, because Norman, you know, is like, you know, cause I was hiding out and everything and I was manipulating everything from behind the scenes. And so I saw the Jackal's DNA scheme and I said, Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. I think, I'll steal it. And that's exactly, okay. so that's exactly what Norman is, uh, you know, witness the power of the goblin God. So basically what he's having people, these people are doing is he, he's breaking down people into their basic DNA components. He says, they're not dead. Cause it, you know, you, he, what all his Norman's employees are starting to dissolve water. He says, they're not dead. They've simply been reduced to their component DNA structure. Soon mm. when I, when I deem fit, I'll reform them in my own image and to do my own building my own building, my own bidding, but you will not now see again. This is not a Norman plot. This is not no. a typical Norman plot. No. Um, and then, and then the battle starts. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, basically the thing is if the, if, if Wait, the thing was, hold on. Sure. Boy, boy, did Spider-Man just hit him in the junk? I mean, look at that shot. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's thud. I mean, yeah, but look, hey, hey, but but, but go back to the uh, go back. Let's see look here. Look at that panel. I yeah, mean, Norman yeah. can take a shot right there. He's wearing a well. Cup. Look at look at. Wait a minute. Where's the picture of Nor? Where's the pic? Yeah, there we go. Look at that. But look at that cod piece. <laughs> no I mean, you can take a shot there, evidently. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. You know, Norman. You know that thing looks like it could certainly look like it looks like it could take a howitzer. Uh, Landed but, with a thud, man. Yeah, Josh's uh, Spidey went for a crotch shot right off the top. Yeah. So any so anyway, this uh, thing if it got removed from Aunt May's skull or whatever, that that would that sets off the DNA bomb, more oh, or less. Of so uh, yeah, so uh, Aunt May, uh, uh, Aunt May, uh, you know, so it'll be if it's removed, she'll die. Uh, or no, if it's not removed, she'll die. But see, knowing that's the trigger to set off the DNA bomb. Okay, which again, stupid plot. Uh, and then the the battle, and then the battle begins, and they destroy part of New York. You know, yeah. and then at the very end, Norman is convinced that he has killed Spider Man. All right. Yeah. So all this battle, all this fierce pitched battle, Norman reveals that Peter is Spider Man. And kills him and yep. celebrates that. He did it. Yeah. And then turn to the next page, the two page spread. Oh, yeah. I killed Spider Man. Oh, my God. Look how horrible that. What is oh. that? What is it? He looks like a scroll. He looks. Oh, yeah. He does. I was about to say. I was about to say, but he, he looks like a uh, effeminate scroll, if you know what I'm. Oh, it just okay. doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look very, it doesn't look very masculine. Um, 
By the so, way, is this Flash wearing a Spider-Man button? <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Wow. So that. So who was the artist is, on this? Mackie Ross Milgram. Let's see here. The talk about storytellers. I mean, go, going back to the credits on this one, Mackie Ross Milgram. So how many, and then, uh, yeah, Brock, yeah, how many, how many, how many cooks are in this broth? All right. Yeah. So here we go. The scroll yeah. impersonate Norman debate, depending on you know, how stupid it is. Yeah. So oh, yeah, Luke Ross. And, and Luke Ross, all respect, he's gotten better. He he went over and recently was on um, Captain America. Um, I really didn't like it when they took Salvia Sema off spec. And I just never, I didn't like when they gave Bill Sienkiewicz inking on, on Sal. And I didn't really like when Luke Ross came on. But Luke Ross, I think, has become a better artist. But just awful from 1976 to 1998. Spec was a regular book and then they end it with this panel mm-hmm. and not spec never came back uh-huh. uh, with <laughs> any regularity of the monthly anticipation we had as spider fans. So, yeah. and um, so, and then you're find out, I mean, of course you knew, you yeah. knew that uh, Norman hadn't killed Spider-Man. Of course. All right. But when you find out what happened, Jar, why do you think Byrne was writing the final chapter as a freaking Batman story? Why do you think Byrne was writing the final chapter as a freaking Batman of a death in the family, 1989? <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure what you're saying there. What is he saying? Uh, uh, he, he, he thinks uh, this seems like a death in the family story, you know, oh, where the Joker oh. killed Robin. <laughs> Yeah, well, how does this uh, how how does this seem like that though? Or- I don't know. I don't know. It's not like uh, Joker kidnapped Alfred and put a bomb in Alfred, and yeah, I yeah. I, I, but 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 then again, like I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm I'm uh, the old, the old, the old man's starting to lose it tonight. But anyway, <laughs> so we go to the next issue. Yeah, let right. me let me get the cover up again. Not on Marvel Unlimited. Let me see if I can find a cover of it. Uh, there you go. So this one, I think if you open it, oh you yeah, there's it and it's another cover. Yeah. There's two covers. Yeah. Oh, where is it? It's one where he's swinging. Oh yeah. Here he is. So you, he's crushed on the ground and then you open up the cover. Oh, and then he's swinging right here. So. Yeah, because a brand new story and era brand is new day. By the way, if memory serves, didn't they take a month off in between canceling this and they did like they did. one issue? They and did. then they, they rebooted the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think chapter I think chapter one was going at that time. <laughs> chapter one that, got Thanks, Vinkman. I, I didn't misspell Bill Sinkevich's name like I usually do. <laughs> uh yeah, Josh, uh it did have its ups and downs there. Uh, I thought I thought Zdarsky was a, about a 50-50 shot on spec. Like some of it was really bad, some of it was good. I think the best Zdarsky did was that uh, that Bagley mini. That I like that a lot. Uh, all right, so this is wrapping up the Todd McFarlane, uh, which started with Todd McFarlane. This is the last issue of McFarlane's r- run, right? Well, no, 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 not McFarlane. Oh, I mean this. Well, I mean, this is the this is the title that McFarlane launched. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. But the thing is, it's re, it's it, it's rebooted. It's the one that rebooted uh, Peter Parker. Um, well, yeah. So, 
But the, but, the uh, 98 but yeah, it's, number issue yeah. one is McFarlane, and then this yeah. is issue 98 of that run. Yeah. So, but the story starts out, and we find out that this fierce pitched battle was all in Norman's head. Oh God, Patrick so, Duffy. So while you didn't, you you really didn't expect. You obviously knew that Norman hadn't killed Peter or whatever. But you yeah. expect at least part of the battle to have been real or something. But it's, and then you find out that all of it double is double page spread. Yeah. 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 Fine. And then as it turns out that, uh, the, uh, the daily bugle, which has suffered some pretty catastrophic damage is going to fall down. And so yeah. what does Spider-Man do? Spider-Man says, oh, this reminds me of a similar situation I was in in Amazing Spider-Man number 33 in the Master Planner Saga. Time to lift it up, baby. It was <laughs> all a dream. JR, I thought you liked that plot twist. I like that plot twist when it works, not when it's a cheat, <laughs> yeah. when it corrects a problem. You know, I like it when it's a plot twist, when it corrects a problem, not when it's just a cheat. So, and this was a, this was a, this was just a friggin' cheat, you know? So, so Spider-Man is holding it, holding up the building yep. until everybody gets cleared out and then it collapses. And Jonah, for whatever reason, believes that this is all Spider-Man's fault. So again, showing you just how you can, you can see you can see the clock winding back, not just reversing this, not just, you could say, I guess you could see a winding back to where now Jonah is going to be just absolutely maniacal about his hatred of Spider-Man. Aunt mm -hmm. May is alive and she's going to be calling Spider-Man that dreadful, horrible creature yeah. again. The, uh, the, the refresh of the webpage is coming up to the default. I mean, we're, we're, we're winding back the continuity we're rebooting the character essentially back to the default, what he was in the sixties. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's coming. And, and even though he and Mary Jane are still married when they start, the yeah. whole plot was set in motion that she would be killed. And, uh, and, uh, and then Peter would be swinging single free to date again. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, so kind of like a Pringle. Yeah. So <laughs> they're just not rebooting the title or actually setting the, and really that was kind of what the, the plan was. Chapter one was going to rewrite yeah. Some of his origin. I mean, it was going to be a, it was pretty well going to be a pretty well new start. I mean, that's when we got pantsless bionic hawk. Um, yeah. And even in flashbacks and amazing, we had flashbacks to chapter one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad I think Paul Jenkins is the one that said, I, can I not use that version? <laughs> Which God bless him. Yeah. And, uh, but although they, uh, uh, there is one uh, reference where one of the cops says right now, detectives are investigating exactly what happened here tonight. Depending on what we say, Spider-Man or find Spider-Man might be taken into custody. You ask me that whole Joey Z thing still stinks. <laughs> whatever, whatever that whole Joey Z thing. Oh, that's right. They thought Spider-Man killed Joey Z. They thought <laughs> Spider-Man killed Joey Z. So, uh, anyway, so Peter is, so Peter's going through an ex existential crisis. Yeah. While he's holding up the Daily Bugle building. I mean, you got to admit, the artwork, though, is beautiful. Well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, Ramita it, it, Jr. killing it. It's, it's Ramita Jr. killing it. You know? So, like I said, Jonah goes back to where Spider-Man, you know, you're the most dangerous thing to ever appear on the New York scene. And uh, Peter is wondering, why am I doing all this? Why am I doing all this? You know, everybody dies. Uh, 
you know, yeah. Uncle Ben died because I didn't act. Gwen Stacy died because I did act, you know. Uh, now Aunt May might really be dead. Uh, for all I know, Reed, you know, if they've taken the thing out, they've triggered Norman's DNA bomb yeah. anyway. So what's the whole point of everything? Uh, but then, you know, he realizes that, uh, oh, Mary Jane is out there and he has to do it for her. So what does Peter do again? What does Spider-Man do? Lift it up he again. Lifts. He lifts. I lift. Yep. He lifts yeah. the building. We got a question and- from Josh on Super Chat. Thank you for the donation. Ooh. Howard Mackey versus Brand New Day versus Dan Slott. What era was the worst? Brand New Day. Brand New Day. Without a really? doubt. Yeah. You don't think it's no, a draw? Brand- you don't think it's a draw? No, no, because no, because Brand I mean, New the, Day. The first, twi- no. the first year of Howard Mackey's stuff was bad. Yeah. Uh, after the reboot. It's but, truly awful, but yeah. Brand New Day is based, the whole idea of Brand New Day yeah. is based on a decision that Peter made, a deal with Mephisto. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the whole premise yeah. is that All right. our I, hero I agree. made a deal but, with the devil. In order to make his, his aunt live. Yeah. And to, yeah. And to make his aunt live. And it's like. Here, uh, here, here is to counter my argument. Brand new day, I don't think got better for ten years until Nick Spencer. Howard Mackey's stuff with Byrne ended when uh, Paul Jenkins showed up, and the title got infinitely better. Mm-hmm. And even though it was a satellite book, mm-hmm. and then JMS showed up about issue thirty, mm-hmm. and it got better. So we didn't have to go too long with this right. reboot. Like right. we did with slot for 10 yeah. years within two years, within yeah. two years, they were trying to fix it. They, they corrected course. So that's the answer. That's the yeah. one we're sticking to Josh. Yeah. I mean, and, and <laughs> brand new day, the whole brand new day was, I mean, it, it's funny because in, it, at least in the reboot, although Marvel will never ever admit to making a mistake, it was apparent. They felt that it had got, they had gone off course, yeah. you know, because they, they did, bring Mary Jane back and everything brand new day there. I mean, there was no, we did not make any mistakes whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did not make any mistakes whatsoever. So finally, um, so anyway, so Peter, you know, Spider-Man throw, you know, flings the daily bugle building off of him, webs everything up to hold it up until, uh, until a demolition crew can get in there and, and uh, tear it down. And, you know, everybody has time to get out and Spider-Man quits. He walks away. He says, I'm through. And, uh, yeah, you know, tells Mary Jane, meet me at the hospital. Uh, you know, and, uh, we'll go from he, there. I love he, you. He, he torches the, uh, the suit. He burns it. Oh, not quite. Yeah. You're getting too far. Oh, I'm too far. I jumped ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you yeah, said he quit. I'm trying to get yeah. him to quit. Yeah, that's a yeah. quit. But, uh, anyways, but they, 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 they uh, they remove uh, the thing from Aunt May. Let's yeah. see here and and read. Let's see. So uh, don't remember. Okay. So Peter busts in. Is they're about to remove it and uh, tells him what's happened, what's gone on. Peter J- Peter uh, again tells Mary Jane that uh, you know he loves her and he's given up being Spider Man. Um, and um, Reed comes in and tells them that with the information Spider-Man was able to give me regarding some of the goblins' past experiments with DNA, we were able to neutralize the device in your aunt's skull. By the way, so, Reed Richards is no dummy. 
he knows he's got to know right here. I mean, come on. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. But he's he, got to he, know. He knew prior to that. Uh, but uh, again, it's you know, read, you know, read. It's it's not, you know, he uh, breeds the t- the kind of guy that would figure if Spider Man, if Peter wanted him to know, Peter would tell him. True. And he's just going to wait until you know. Um, so, but then we have a costume burning ritual. Yeah, which it's the, almost like burning the flag. That's so looks so wrong. Well, it's so not only that, but you knew it wasn't going to stick. No, oh, I know. I he's, mean, got, it, he's got 15 more suits in the closet. <laughs> I'm burning one of them. It's like uh, we so we have a costume burning ritual. You know, I'm done. I'm through. And and we're supposed. I mean, it has no dramatic impact because we know. Yeah. We know, yes, yeah, Spider-Man, Josh, Peter becomes Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Peter becomes Spider-Man again. We know <laughs> it's not going to take. So we have the final panel uh, where, the or the final page where we're in, uh, 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 are we, well, just elsewhere. We're not necessarily even in Ravencroft, are we? Um, they, uh, the, the doctors are there. Norman's in a straight jacket. They take off Norman's mask and they go, oh my God, his face. And then yeah. the scryers come and get him yeah and so you think that something has happened to norman but anyway what has happened the whole gathering of five thing norman really got insanity obviously all right uh maddie franklin got power because maddie franklin then becomes spider-man and then spider-woman uh so maddie got power yeah aunt may aunt may madam webb got immortality because when we next see Anna or uh, Madam Webb, she's the original screwable Madam Webb. Okay. <laughs> because God forbid, you know, we have an old person. So they de-aged Madam Webb, you know, to where she looks like a hot, if she's in a wheelchair yeah. still, but she looks yeah. like a hot young, she got dark black hair and everything. And, uh, and then the, uh, the other, the, the antique dealer got knowledge uh, where he could answer any question, but you had to ask him, he could give you the answer to anything, but you had to ask him in exactly the right way, yeah. you know? And of course, and Ma- Howard Mackey said, well, this was a way of introducing new characters and uh, overpower actually uh, got, uh, what did he yeah, um, well, was no, but anyway, he became Shadrach, which was a molten man ripoff. <laughs> so Anna, Anna wants to know the next time uh, Norman appeared, was it uh, Paul Roger Jenkins? Stern? No, no, it was Roger Stern's uh, Revenge of the Green Goblin. And Minister. is that is that the toothpaste thing? Where he put, thing. And then he, he captured. They never talked about the face thing, though, did they? Nope, nope. Because what had happened was uh, when Howard was, when Howard, uh, after the reboot, Howard alluded to the fact that, yes, indeed, Norman would return, but he would be different. That there wouldn't be, that he would be changed, that something wouldn't be the same about him. Yeah. Well, so the implication was that now I thought what was going to happen. Here's what I thought was going to happen. I mm-hmm. thought they were going to kind of do a little hearkening to, to earth X where Norman really would have the face of a goblin. Um, but I, I like him having a dual identity. I think that works better. Yeah. And, uh, and I think when Roger Stern, so when Roger Stern wrote revenge of the green goblin and they took his mask off, he just was smiling stupidly. <laughs> right. So whatever, how, whatever Howard had in mind, it didn't, Howard was gone. It didn't materialize. Uh, so, you know, whatever plans he had didn't materialize. And then Norman went back to being, went, oh, being Norman. Overpower so. got death. Death. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Death. So, yeah. So that's right. His body had kind of, 
deteriorated and he was just this flaming mm-hmm. Shadrach thing, which again was a, was a molten man ripoff, yeah. but uh, you know, just uh, uh, this story, this and the gathering of five made my 10 worst Spider-Man stories. Yep. Uh, it's a, a permanent fixture. I doubt that it'll ever be uh, uh yeah, Norman owning the bugle was more threatening than when he was a goblin. That's the thing. See, that, that's the thing that people realize. Norman actually can be more dangerous as Norman than the Green Goblin. Well, well uh, also when Norman had got uh, Flash Thompson drunk, mm-hmm. had him run through Peter's school, mm-hmm. and uh, he shows up at the school and says, "Peter, uh, I'll, I'll buy a new wing of the school and a new hamster." And uh, exactly, that's just yeah. that that mixes Peter Parker's life with his superhero life. Yeah, which is sure. awesome. Yeah. So Norman, uh, but this was, I mean, the thing is when, when it was, this was a terrible story because Norman is written out of character. He has yeah. a stupid, like I said, he stole it from the jackal. You know, it's like, ah, you know, it's like, I can't think of my own into the world plans or I'll steal one. Uh, so, which J- is JR, is this the single worst goblin story ever written? Nope. That's, yes, I would say so. Re- really? I thought you were going to say the fifth goblin is the worst. Well, that doesn't have Norman. in well, it. That's it. not a Norman story. Yeah, you say this is the worst Green Goblin story ever this written. Is, no? This is the worst Norman Osborn Green Goblin story. Right? Wow. That's um, saying something. But, uh, you know, then again, I mean, there's been some bad stories where Norman wasn't the Green Goblin. I frankly didn't like slot turning him in. I didn't like slot turning him into an arms dealer who kept changing his face. Oh, you know? I hated that too you know, plastic I, yeah. surgery all the time. I didn't like that either. So, you know, yeah. there've been, there've been a lot of bad stories, but this was, this was a story. This would have gotten an F. Uh, if I were under the Fettinger rating scale, because it is, it's personally offensive. It's meant to, it's not a story. It's not meant to tell an entertaining story. It's meant to achieve an objective to completely wind back the clock on Spider-Man and his relationships. You know, Aunt May doesn't know that, you know, Aunt May has lost years of her memory, obviously, because she still thinks Spider-Man's a horrible creature, which she had reconciled. She didn't think, I mean, in amazing 200, she came to realize that Spider-Man wasn't a horrible creature. Oh, you know? here you go. Adam says maybe this is where Slot got the idea for his face. Maybe. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think don't so. Think so. Uh, no, no. Uh, okay. But, uh, you know, I mean, so Aunt May, because Bob Harris hated the idea that Aunt May knew. You know, it just, and it just, again, it's like, what is it with these guys and their petty? It's They're petty. I, I don't they know. Hate I mean, he's married. They hate Aunt May new. Yeah, they hate that. <laughs> They hate that he ha- hated yeah. the idea of him having a kid. Uh, he's you know, getting older. Stuff. Yeah, getting it, married. It just, I mean, it's it it has it's almost like um, you know they talk about us fanboys, you know, wanting the Spider Man or wanting the comics to be the same, you know, yeah. since we were living in our mom's basement. But no, actually, we like to see the character progress. It's Marvel's editors that want to yeah. see him be the same character that they were reading. When they were living in their mom's basement, <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. exact. It's it's that's exactly how it is, and the, and their their whole idea uh, has been petty and, and childish, yeah. and so you have this utterly incredibly. And you knew the costume burning wasn't going to be permanent, but you hoped that it would take something major to bring him back, but it yeah. didn't. It was just Maddie Franklin getting knocked unconscious, and then Peter saying, "Well, I guess I got to be Spider Man again, so this chick doesn't yeah. go around dressing as me getting knocked unconscious." And that was it. That you was, know, a, that was a dumb story. And I forget who wrote it in comments, but she kissed him. That was a, there was a cover, a little thirteen year old. Yeah, it was a cover. She, Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's all of fifteen gross. years old. Yeah, that's yeah. Gross. So, but then again, then again, you know, of course, then again, the daughter of Gwen Stacy was Frenching him on the uh, oh, cover yeah. of oh, uh, 
<laughs> so, fact, so yeah. boy, boys and girls, the yeah. final chapter, the, 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 of the first era of Spider-Man comes to an awful, hopeless, disgusting close. So. Man, that, how many years ago is this? This is 22 years ago, I think. 22 years ago. Yeah. I mean, that, and Spider-Man, I don't think has, has, I mean, Never he's had ups and downs. He's been, had ups and downs, but this is literally the ending of very long-term stories. That was, that was, this yeah. was, I mean, in a, in a way though, this was almost, uh, I, I don't want to say kind of another seating for a brand new, Hey, another $5 super chat from Joshua. Gosh, question for us. What were some of your favorite and least favorite Spider-Man stories of the 2010s? Oh my Lord. Oh, <laughs> uh, is it cause we're older JR that these that stories forgetting? that, that the 2010 don't stand out because I guess it's because we didn't enjoy them that much because mainly slot was writing it. Well, I mean, not, I only, not only that, but mm-hmm. the stories just became least important, yeah. less impactful. You know, when you had just the Spider-Man titles, uh, and, um, before all the reboots and things of that nature, things just don't seem as important. Uh, as they used to be. I mean, Gosh, it's all nothing's coming to mind for me. I, I, no, anything for you. I, what, what's yours, Josh, because I'm trying to think of one that I really liked. I I'm, I'm thinking of the major milestone stuff that happened. You had spider verse, which I thought was a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, um, the Norman changing his face and Sim Curry, how you say it, not, uh, uh, silver sables land. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I knew you were right. You had Spider Island, which you didn't like. Yeah. You had you had Shed. You had oh <laughs> you had what's the one um, where he teams up with the Fantastic Four and he lifts his mask up and you can't see who he is because the brand new day happened. Uh, the one more day happened. I forget that one. Well, that, he, yeah, yeah, he went into some kind of uh, he, microverse or something, and when they came back. J. Jonah Jameson was mayor. There's Parker Industries. I didn't like that one. No, that, that one. <laughs> Josh, yeah, yeah. I'm tapped. Now, you see that everybody hated life everybody story. Hated there that. you go, Adam. Everybody, I did hated like the, life story. everybody hated the idea of Peter, you know, becoming in Parker Industries. I thought it could have been done well because the question has always been asked why doesn't Peter, you know, market his stuff and make a fortune? You know, mm. And so a talent, a writer without an agenda or whatever could have taken that and say, okay, we'll tell you, we'll tell you why Peter can't do it. We'll tell you why it won't work. <laughs> um, and, um, but it, it, it failed miserably because it was poorly yeah. executed. I mean, I don't know what the objective was, turn him into James Josh, Bond or something. Josh did a top 10 list on the site. So you can go check that out. Top 10 and top, uh, top best and top worst. So thank you. Josh for doing that. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, was that, the, was, was that the, the Craven's last dump thing that happened in uh, 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 Hunt, Hunt run? The, yeah, I think that is. What is, is Grim Hunt the one Park? with the? He takes his hand and rips it off of the. Yes. Yeah, that, that one's was a little dark. Bad. That was not. I, I, I kind of liked it, but that was a bit dark. Hmm. I mean, that was a lot better than some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, some of the. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think. There were a couple of uh, uh, yeah, stories with Norman that weren't too bad uh, when he was. It was kind of in the Dark Reign era. New Ways to Die 
wasn't too bad. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, where he had the Thunderbolts go after him. Yeah, yeah um, that wasn't too bad. Uh, but no, there was there was just an awful lot of mediocrity. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. I, well, I tell you, tell you know, it. It went on too long. Oh, Fetty. look! Look at oh, that! Whoa, Jerry's whoa, back. Woodinger is still on. What a gas bag! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, and well, we just didn't want George. We didn't want there to be any lull before we brought you <laughs> on. You know, we wanted to go like straight from me to you or whatever, so that we wouldn't lose anybody. You see, we wanted to keep them enthralled. And then They're all excited. Sudden- George is coming in for Fight Club. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.